welcome to Sam 51. This is the fourth of the penitential Psalms. Like Sam 32, it came out of David's experience of being confronted by Prophet Nathan after David had committed adultery with Bathsheba and the murder of her husband Uriah. This chapter will sure remind us the high cost of sinning and the futile attempt to cover up our sins. Also, it will give us a solution to what we must do just in case we fall. First, the Sam reminds us that sin definitely hurts oneself. Sin definitely hurts oneself. Just read the Sam, and as you read the Sam, it becomes so vividly clear that sin has this devastating effect not only on our mind but also over our whole being. It has affected David's eyes. In verse 3, he says, My sin is always before me. It has affected his mind. In verse 6, he writes, Behold, you decide truth in the inward parts. He is troubled in his mind. It has affected his ears. In verse 8, he writes, Make me hear joy and gladness, O Lord. It has affected his heart. In verse 10, he writes, Create in me a clean heart, O God. It has affected his spirit. In verse 10, he says, Renew a steadfast spirit, a spirit of rightness within my heart. It has affected his mouth. In verse 13 to 15, he writes, Then I will teach transgressors your ways, and sinners shall be converted to you. That means sin has certainly stopped him from teaching God's word and his counsel to others. It has affected his fellowship with God as well. In verses 11, he writes, Do not cast me away from your presence, O God. It has affected the joy of the Lord in his life. In verse 12, he writes, Restore unto me the joy of your salvation. Are the pleasures of sin worth paying this great price? Sin definitely hurts us and hurts all of us, our entire being. Second, sin definitely hurts others. It definitely hurts others. You know how oftentimes we think, oh, it is my little secret. No one will know it and no one is going to be hurt either. But that's not true. Sin definitely hurt others. And here David indulges in a momentary pleasure which leads to a permanent damage. Not only is Bathsheba hurt, but also her husband Uriah is killed. So is the baby, the baby who is dead. Later on, David's lovely daughter Tamar was violated by her brother Amnon, who was then killed by Absalom, who in turn was killed by Joab. Dear friends, the fleeting moment of sin brings a lifetime of sorrow. The fleeting moment of sin brings a lifetime of sorrow. Momentarily pleasure will certainly lead to permanent damages. Third, sin definitely hurts God. It not only hurts us, it not only hurts others, it certainly hurts God as well. You know why? Why it hurts God? Because God is love and it is in love that we feel the feeling of being hurt. You see, one of the reasons I should be terrified at sinning is that it will certainly hurt my wife and my children whom I love the most. And therefore, I cannot afford to hurt them. And may I say, because we love God, we should think twice before we hurt Him. You see, we don't keep ourselves from sinning because we fear God, just because He will punish us. No, that's not our motivation. We must shun away from sin because we love Him. You see, it is in the other worldviews where you are motivated by fear. But in the Christian faith, it is love that motivates us to lead a holy life. So remember, a selfish sin can break God's heart for sure. So, three things. Sin definitely hurts oneself. Sin definitely hurts others. Sin definitely hurts God as well. 
You see, it's not a necessity that we should fail or we should fall, but there's always a possibility. May God always keep us from that possibility covered under his grace. But if we ever, ever fail, if we ever fall, remember there is hope. Do not give up on life. Remember there is a Calvary that can wash any sins, you name it, and it can wash it. In verse 17, David says, The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart. This, O God, you will not despise. So if we come to God with a broken heart and a contrite spirit, God is merciful and gracious to forgive us when we come to him in repentance and in faith. So if we ever fail, if we ever fall, do not forget that there is Calvary and uh, the love of God available for us if we come to him in repentance and in faith. But my prayer is God will surely keep us from failing and falling and he will keep us from hurting ourselves, hurting others and hurting God also. Shall we pray? Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me, dear Lord. Do not cast me away from your presence or take away your Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of your salvation and uphold me by your generous spirit. And this I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. 